You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. So this this is this is what this album is is as far as this band Cryptops that's been um, around for over thirty years. It's just that uh, whatever I guess odds we've had to face, we just persevere and uh, we try to we try to put out something that's enjoyable for us first and foremost, and then hopefully uh, others will <laughs> partake in the liking. Hey, what's up, Vox and Hops heads? I'm Matt, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, brought to you by Sound Talent Media and Evergreen Podcasts, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians, talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. I hope you've been having a killer September so far. I most certainly have been. This Vox and Hops episode is presented by Heavy Montreal. Heavy Montreal are Montreal's premier metal promoter. And trust me when I say, if you are ever in Montreal and you are looking for a show to go to, well, Heavy Montreal will have you covered. They put on so many shows all year long, and they are all simply bangers. I am beyond stoked to have Heavy Montreal behind the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast. Now, before we jump into today's episode, I'd just like to ask you to follow the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast on the podcast platform of your choice. But more than that, I would love for you to tell a friend about the podcast. If there's someone in your life that just loves extreme metal, well, let them know that the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast exists. You can tell them that there are over 400 episodes where I sit down with some of the world's best metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you're to encourage one of your metalhead friends to become a brand new Vox and Hobbs head, that would be something that I would truly appreciate. Now, today's podcast is a very special one because it's celebrating the brand new Cryptopsy album as Gamora Burns, which comes out this Friday via Nuclear Blast Records. Get ready, everyone. This is Vox and Hops episode number 425 with Flo Mounier, Christian Donaldson, Olivier Pinard, and myself. That's right. Full Cryptopsy roundtable discussion about the brand new album. Let's go. I warn you, what you are about to hear is very disturbing indeed. Hey, what's up, everyone? Today, I'm very stoked to be with my full bandmates, all my bandmates from Cryptopsy. Uh, This is a very special episode, an episode that I've actually never done for three of my bandmates in the same Zoom call with me recording a podcast. I've had you all on the podcast individually, a basically a roundtable discussion. We are doing this to honor, to to celebrate the release of our new record, As Gamora Burns, which is coming up this Friday via Nuclear Blast Records. Uh, Boys, how you doing? Good, good. Doing good. Well, I guess, uh, can I call a friend to answer ah, that one? Cheers. Uh, guys, I'm so excited to be with you. Um, we worked really hard to get this record together. I'm extremely proud of As Gamora Burns. Uh, it's Vox and Hops. Let's talk about what we're drinking. Chris, on your side, what are you, what are you drinking right now? They're going to be sharing virtually with the rest of us. The first mesorium I ever had in my life, Sepia uh, Sutaya, which is a delicious, uh, you know, mesorium like IPA, 7% alcohol volume, and it's really, you know, mesorium taste. I love it. Hell yes. Uh, the craft beer kings here in Montreal, I was hanging out with them last week and actually at Ceremony. It was a damn good time. Thank you to them for inviting me there and having such a it was just fucking awesome as usual. Ollie, what are you drinking on your side tonight? Oh yeah, check it out. I'm drinking a leftover from last night. <laughs> the cheapass of Bavaria. <laughs> that someone just forgot in my fridge for 
free beer. <laughs> free beer is a good beer. You know, I like that. Flo, Flo, what do you got on your side? And let's all be surprised when he tells us. <laughs> let, let, the, let the jokes come in. I <laughs> know you, you do you. Uh, Chris, uh, <laughs> Coors Light is Flo's drink of choice. And I respect that just as I respect everyone's differences. Uh, <laughs> on my side, I'm drinking a cool beer that came... Um, came to me it's a collab with blood letter which is a band uh, from chicago this was brewed uh, by old irving brewing it's a light lager a different kind of hellas metal bands and they're hellas they love to make hellas collabs uh, this is just a light nice four percent four point eight percent lager uh, cheers boys first thing let's celebrate a little bit here we are cheers. we worked hard we deserve to have a beer together <laughs> as gamora burns let's just take it right from the top uh, i've been getting a lot of questions i've been doing a lot of pro I've been getting asked this question. I would love to hear your answers about this record. Flo, Flo, what, what, what do you take away from this record? What do you take away from the, the overall experience of Asgamora Burns? Um, it was quite uh, planned out to begin with. Um, we uh, we kind of have like a, 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 a set goal to make something a little bit, uh, a little bit maybe, maybe darker and catchier, but to, to keep the... Um, <clears throat> The cryptopsy vibe, um, as always, and maybe even stronger uh, this time around. So we, you know, you, you, you guys planned this uh, the chalet thing, and um, we did that sort of composing, composed later with uh, later on with Chris and Chris on his own did a lot of the of the finalizing of the compositions and what have you, um, and then. The world stopped turning for a little bit. Um, <laughs> so, <Indeed. laughs> so we kind of, we kind of, um, we didn't lose track of the of, of the ultimate goal. It just took a uh, longer time than uh, we thought it would uh, to achieve it. And um, a couple years later, after having, you know, planned this out and composed it, and. Uh, uh, kind of, you know, hashed out some of the drum parts and whatever. Here we find ourselves in the studio because it's the only time that we really could because we were all so busy on our own. It was just a go. Um, and uh, some planned out stuff and a lot that wasn't, a lot of happy accidents uh, that, that that I think Chris and I love to, 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 to play back and forth on in studio when we do studio work uh and then things started you know adding on just like any album you know we we've always started with the drums um not a necessary thing it could be quite the opposite but we've always done it that way and then you just see the pieces fall into place and you know how chris uh pushes us to do what we can and to do the best that we can and uh and then just says, you know, don't worry about it. I'll fix it later. I'll take care of it. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is a pleasure to work with Chris. One hundred percent. It's 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 a pleasure and an honor. And then and then we we finally hear this after three and a half years, you know, if not if not more. And um, to be very honest, I, I was uh, at first I was a little bit iffy, and then I'm just like listening and listening and listening, and like, oh my god, this is. This is pretty crazy. This is pretty crazy shit. This is pretty unbelievable. And then the more I listen to them, I was like, I'm really happy. So very proud of um, what you guys did on this. Very honestly. Thank you. I'm stoked. I'm very, very stoked with the end results and your performance, the happy accidents. Um, some of your most interesting drumming coming out of just 
messing around in the studio with Chris and Chris saying, do, because with Cryptopsy, there's typical beats that we write to, the two-pack, the blast, and Chris basically writes his guitar parts with these in mind and him just shooting these ideas at you and you just performing on the spot, just, you know, not many people can do that. Well, thank you. Yeah, it was uh, a very stressful but fun experience. <laughs> Lots of stress went into Eskimoor Burns. And Ollie, talk to me about your experience uh, recording, and then we'll build upon that. Because I think it's an important detail to, detail to mention that the world shut down while we were in the chalet. It was so dark. So that's, <laughs> so that's all the, the this album started. Like the, the it's so weird. The anxiety. Just thinking, yeah, just thinking about it now, it feels surreal because. We were just like, what's going on? And we were super, super isolated, and people were freaking out, and we were going to the store to restock shrimps and sours, which is our hangover remedy for, for, for some of the members in the band. And it was basically then that people were stockpiling groceries. And Flo, yeah. I think you're one of the ones that were like, maybe we should like grab some groceries. It was a dark, weird time. That week was fucking crazy. I think we loaded up on the toilet paper, no? <laughs> <laughs> it was all us. It's Cryptopsy's fault. <laughs> uh, keep going, Ollie. Yeah, so the cabin in the woods, and then it went into pandemic mode. I think we can hear it on the album, though, like the, 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 that feeling, you know, the, oh, it's dark, it's very bizarre. Because the entire time during the lockdown, we were listening to what we had, what we True. did, what we'd done at, in the chalet. And it was so weird to just listening to riffs with the click track. And some parts I was like, I don't know what's going on. I'm lost. <laughs> like, so thank God for Chris, because he had like a clear like vision in oh, his yeah. head of oh, you think. what the song, but I think <laughs> we that's, trust a, you. <laughs> that's the impression you gave me. So <laughs> There's but no, of, no, I'm, I'm extremely proud of this album. It's yeah, a lot of traps. There's a lot of Easter eggs too, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of non vile blasphemy, and Daniel Bang like references. I think it's pretty cool for a Cryptopsy fan. If you pay attention, you will hear some stuff that I don't know if it's just mistakes or we did that by purpose. But there's a lot of mistakes, but not those Easter eggs. That's for sure. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no, the references, the re the references we we planned out. It's just been, it's been so long that we don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. <laughs> uh, how about you, Chris? You you're very close to this project. Uh, the person that was involved from A to Z in everything. Uh, the rest of the members, we had the pleasure and maybe misfortune to to step in, complete our sessions, and then step away and then come back once more things have been added. But you were there the whole time. Talk to me about Asgamora Burns. What it means to you and how much effort and work and suffering you put into it the hardest thing about all of uh, the project is like try to always to go back and forth you know we're trying to do something we try to focus on, some, on something and then we have to let go for a bit so like every idea that you might have will just like evolve into a way so like the idea that you thought was good now you think it's shit so you have always have to fight your own self your own, yeah. your own self so, uh, well, that's, that's the big issue, but, uh, I mean, at least, I mean, the cool thing about this is like, I've been in this band long enough to understand what everybody's strength are. So because of that, I can say that, okay, so this, he will do that. He will do that. And this is exactly what can happen, you know? So I'm like, okay, so I know this has to be a, a, a flow moment. So let's just flow, uh, give me whatever you have. And then it happens, you know? 
So that's the cool thing about this. I might say, yes, I might have orchestrated everything, but it would not have been possible if it was not, you know, if you guys weren't in the band, you know? Hmm. The, the key members together, us four working together is really what made this album be what it is. And it's our collaborative efforts. We are the longest running Cryptopsy lineup. I, I keep doing a bunch of interviews, as I mentioned earlier, uh, up to the release of the record. And everyone's saying, why? Why did it take you? 10, 11 years to release a new album. And I'm like, dude, we've been so busy. We, we, we wrote two EPs. We toured the world. We've been so God darn busy. So, so we, it has not been 10 years since we've released new material. We've been working on this album for about three years and life just sort of stepped in the way, which sort of allowed us to analyze every aspect of this record. And we never, ever, ever called it quits no. ever, <laughs> which is, which is, which is quite important to mention. Never, uh, never. So, so now Matt, what, what's your take on this? Uh, why thank you. Uh, I had a great experience with the record. It was very strange. As you guys mentioned in the, in the cabin in the woods, extremely unsettling. I remember we wrote the end of praise of the filth there, the, the big, dark outro and right away i remember chris and ollie being like this is the last part of the album this is <laughs> and and then there's this overlying thematical theme throughout the album of malaise is the way that i've been looking at it it's like dark but not in this new essence of what a lot of bands are doing dragging black metal essence into death metal it's more so the darkness and malaise of let's say neurosis that we're bringing mm -hmm. into cryptopsy which is just a feeling a feeling of dread and unease is something that we wanted to bring and i'm proud that we've really accomplished that and i'm also proud of the grooviness of the record because it really bounces and that really stems to uh, us thinking and analyzing what happened uh, what worked in the past of the history of the band, the legacy of the band, Nuns So Vile era. Why do people love Nuns So Vile so much? It's because it's so goddamn catchy and it grooves. If I can just add a little something, I mean, uh, what was really very special and, and almost mesmerizing is like every time I was writing or recording a song from any of you guys, like it, was, it was like Flo's part or Ali's part of your part or mine, Every time I was recording the part officially, I kind of relive all those weird moments all the time. I just remember when we recorded the last riff of that stuff. We were supposed to get all these men, but it, it was like the gloomiest, rainiest day in the world. Yeah, and yeah, we, couldn't, yeah, yeah, yeah. we couldn't get to him. And I feel like whatever happens, I just relive all this all the time. I just record the part again. So I feel like this album kind of, I, I lived it like, you know, a lot of times. It's <laughs> You definitely put a lot of effort into it. What would it be some of the biggest complications, would you guys say? Uh, for myself, I think uh, the pandemic put a big halt in our momentum mm -hmm. would be something. Well, the snowstorm, <laughs> the snowstorm with me and Flo, that was quite intense though. I think it took us like, what, three, four hours to go to the studio, to get to the studio or something? Like almost every day we recorded. God damn. There was, there was something. Life was against us. <laughs> <laughs> this, 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 is, this is what this album is, is as far as this band Cryptops that's been um, around for over 30 years. It's just that uh, whatever, I guess, odds we've had to face, we just persevere. And... Uh, we try to we try to put out something that's enjoyable for us first and foremost, and then hopefully uh, others will <laughs> partake in the liking. 
you know we're very lucky that we get to do what we do it's it's a privileging thing to to compose music and enjoy it ourselves and and challenge ourselves and then to release it is something that not a lot of people get to do so i i find myself very privileged and and grateful that that we get to do that for sure uh, other complications aside from the weather uh, a global pandemic what what else was against us when it came to uh, releasing writing and recording this record I'm not going to say relationships, but maybe relationships. Yeah, relationship for sure. <laughs> uh, probably <laughs> like the distance because we are so spread all around. We were all, all spread all around, like all over the place at that time. So it was kind of hard to gather and get into a room together to just actually work on something. Like the first time ever we tried to write like, you know, not in the same room. That was a total disaster. Yeah. The, I, I mentioned that in the press release saying that it was, it was sufferable trying to do these zoom recording things. So, so oh thank God. you zoom for letting us do this right now, but, but writing a record in a zoom meeting sucks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Especially cryptopsy music is so complicated and needs we need to be together to understand what's going on you know ali and i at one point like uh, three years ago we, we 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 started doing a couple a couple sessions uh, in in the, the jam space yeah and then it's just like well we can't even do that anymore so <laughs> it was kind of just <laughs> what the fuck what, yeah, it's hard to make an album where we're not together to see each other to be together you know it's uh it's weird to think about it now it seems pretty unreal but i'm glad it's all behind us and here we are and we are together tonight and we are releasing a record uh what would be some of your shining parts of the record what is it something that you're mostly proud of in your own playing in someone else's playing um a favorite song hypothetically what would what would be uh when your friends come over to your house what do you play first type thing Go for it, Chris. It's funny. I mean, I have to admit that the first track on the record is kind of special to me because it's, uh, well, there's a, a whole bunch of personal like references to my personal life. But uh, the first song is like this something that a very close person of mine was like kind of humming to me since I'm very, very young and I kind of made a riff out of this. So uh, it kind of is this bit of a special thing to me. So I think it's super cool that you did that. And it ended up becoming a working title that we basically still call the song, the song to this day. So, so I, I, I do think it's very cool that you, you, um, homaged this person from your life in a record yeah. for eternity, hypothetically, if, if music could ex- exist forever. But you know how it is. Uh, sometimes like, you know, as an artist, you know, I'm just gonna, I don't want to speak for myself, but you don't plan these things. It, and if you do, you're not a real artist, you know, so they just like hit you. And, and, and this is what happens, you know, like these little things, like, for example, some memories kind of hit me back and I just like decided to, Hey, how about I just do something with this old memory? And then here it is. But, you know, I mean, and after that it is good or it's not good to the audience, but at least I tried to do something with it myself. Hell yes. How about you, Flo? What, what, what are you proud of about this record? Uh, someone's performance, your performance, uh, a favorite moment? No, I'm really proud of, uh, of your Zal's performance. Uh, I think that your, um, your vocals are, are incredible and, and, uh, and for extreme metal, so articulate. Thank you. That, that was a number one goal with uh, stepping into the studio with Chris uh, to to really make sure that people could understand what I was saying. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I mean, a lot of the times that they can, a lot of the times it's a little bit difficult, but 
and there's always the the old school references with the and you know and uh and then you know what chris is playing and and always playing and then the sound and the the, the sound is 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 brutal so i'm, I'm really proud of that as, as far as i'm concerned I, I i wanted to initially uh put more more groove into this um or, or longer grooves and then when I listened back to it, I'm like, well, you know, th- there is enough for 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 cryptopsy, but a lot of the parts would would have been much different with that in mind, and it didn't call for that. It it called for that chaos, um, and w- which it is. It's 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 very it's very uh, it's a very controlled chaos. I'm, I'm just proud of um, where it goes all around, and all the little um surprises and rewind moments you know i'm thinking about cassette tapes <laughs> rewind <laughs> moments <laughs> that there that there are on this album so just you know i'm just happy uh in general with it awesome how about you ollie uh pretty proud of everything on the album like the songwriting the performances but i like like it doesn't sound like like the book of suffering or it doesn't sound like the the self-titled it's completely different it's it's unique like every cryptopsy album are they are so different like one from another i'm very proud of the last two i mean all the songs i like all of them but the last two songs for cryptopsy for me is very special it's so dark it's unique and they're like wacky at some parts but then the, the the ending the final final parts of the album it's so so crushing <laughs> no we call it scrap dingy scrap ding man. <laughs> it had a it had a working title of scrap ding which is which is was our working title which means what i don't know but it it's not you're not doing well <laughs> yeah no 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 it's, like it's hangover music <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's like listening it back listening back to it in the morning and saying oh scrap ding this, this is crazy. Yeah, ding. <laughs> uh, a lot of people today uh in the interviews i was doing they were mentioning too and specifically mentioned the righteous loss as a, such a bass showcasing track uh talk to us about that about having uh, the ability and the freedom to basically just play around the riffs yeah but actually that that bass part was it's from chris it was on neurotic dead fest 2013 actually we were backstage and chris was just humming that part and then he started playing the bass part on his guitar and i took a video of that and now 10 years later we are using it on the album no which is way. pretty crazy See, i didn't know that but i still have that video from neurotic dead fest but the funny thing about this is like this riff is coming back from the once was not tour as well. So that's the thing. I kind of just like remembered it at Neurotic Dead Fest. Holy shit. And now it's on the album. Like, uh, I think I think it's, it's about time. Because so, sometimes you have a part in mind and you don't know where or how to use it. But now that was the perfect place for it. The bass part is, I call it, it's my uh, like the mud vein thing. (laughs) It's the death metal version of that. What I really like about this part is like, I I really, I remember I showed you like what I had in mind, but you just did something different. And I was like, that's, that's it. That's even better. So that's, that's what I, what I wanted. (laughs) 
Best of both worlds. No, no, I'm, I like that song actually. It's one of my favorite for obvious reason. For the, <laughs> but uh, yeah, but it, it, it's my wife's favorite. She she absolutely adores her playing on that. Sick, <laughs> <laughs> sick. I love it. I, I I'm proud of everything. When I showcase people the tracks there, I I do gravitate towards praise the filth. I think it's just such an interesting intricate song um and i feel we tracked that song last chris uh, vocals uh, as well and i feel like i fi- really finally kind of understood the the groove elements that you're trying to bring to to my patterns in the the work of the the album and coming in on the upbeat and i felt finally around that point i sort of like oh i understand now so it was a bit more fun so 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 uh that song definitely has a, a sweet spot in my heart and that ending is so so dark uh, the concept of the album is something that i had prior to us even stepping into the cottage uh i had interviewed mike DeSalvo on a vox and hops episode and he had mentioned that cryptopsy was originally called gomorrah and for some reason that just stuck in my mind and with me becoming so horribly addicted to social media since i launched vox hops it's sort of like a problem i have aside from other problems in my life but social media addiction is and me just being constantly trying to figure out stuff and looking and stuff and trying to grow the podcast i sort of analyzed my relationship with the internet and that caused me to come up with the concept of sodom and gomorrah versus that of the internet uh, talk to me about how you guys feel about this is there uh, too much a danger of the internet how do you feel about my crazy concept here ollie go for it i mean i feel you 100 with that because i'm addicted to social media i'm always on like facebook instagram and i i don't know why i do that but i always read comments like all the time and this thing really affect me <laughs> and it's hard not to but it's like comments on our our uh, our video or songs or whatever 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 we post on social media it's hard to deal with negativity but for a reason i'm like attracted to it <laughs> i need to go back and see oh we definitely only ever remember the negative comments that that's for sure oh no no for sure for we sure, don't for remember sure. any of those positive comments we don't <laughs> i try to but for some reason it goes in and goes and it's like you suck and that's ah that's the one that i remember <laughs> that's human nature but i guess it's good it's it's pretty good to make us better but that's human nature we just I think it's like a really old, like, Romanian thing in your brain that you try to remember the negative so you can be aware of whatever, you know? There's a but, bear uh, over there. Oh, yes, there's a bear over there. I'm not going to go over there. You're not going to look <laughs> at all the flowers. You look at the bear, you know? You, 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 you only learn from your mistakes, guys. And, uh, that's, my career that's, with that's, you guys <laughs> speaks of that. <laughs> well, and, 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 and then again, I was listening to that very recently, and I... I I thought it was uh, just just amazing for what it was. So, yeah, internet's uh, fun. You know, gives everybody a voice. Um, you know, some people shouldn't necessarily have a voice. I don't particularly think that I should. I should uh, have have a voice. I just I like to. Uh, it's a way of showcasing what, what we're doing and and fast um as opposed to how it used to be because i lived how it used to be and i lived touring of uh, how a touring used to be and yeah things have changed uh, dramatically um but i don't think we should get too 
uh, involved in the process because we're still playing what we want to play. We're not playing something that tells somebody tells us to play. So mm-hmm. at one point, it becomes very uh, a very personal thing. So we do what we want to do. If people like it, good. If they don't, that's good too. Uh, you know, I don't necessarily like what you eat. I don't necessarily like what you do. I don't necessarily. I'm not gonna. You know, I'm not gonna call you out on it necessarily. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, to each their own. And I think that this album reflects um, that uh, as far as the, um, your, your ideology in it, Matt, and, 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 the, and, the, and the lyrics. And, and it's, it's for me, I, I, I agree with it. And, you know, Gomorrah was, uh, was yeah, originally Cryptopsy for like, you know, 0.2 seconds, but that's, that's what it was. And, um, and to, 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 to come back 30 years later and, and to reflect it and, and give her all and stuff is just, um, um, uh, an amazing, um, feat that we're still here, you know, uh, doing it and, you know, uh, hate to pat myself on the back or us, you know, but very well. Um, so I think it's very fitting very very fitting as a concept well thank you i i think it's just an every day as new and new things come out because like chat gbt didn't exist when i created the concept or maybe it didn't i just wasn't aware of it all the ai art and and music that's coming out now is not something that i was aware of so i think it's even just more relevant uh as the technology advances how about you chris what's your take on the concept uh um, of the internet being a great thing but also a negative thing why i don't know dude (laughs) honestly i mean like we all live with internet every day and i feel like right now it's like uh it's a necessary evil like where we live now like we need it if we don't have it like nothing happens like for example you need your phone to uh to, you know to do everything these totally. days or almost everything so, yeah. so i feel like if you don't if you don't adhere to these new technology well you will just i don't know you won't be able to do it for that long but on the other hand as you said before uh, the problem about this is like everybody has a voice and it's just really, uh, it, it it shows people, th- people's true color and that's what's scary at some mm-hmm. point. I mean, I'm not, there's a lot of things that I don't like about someone, but uh, I, I just, uh, it doesn't matter. I'm not going to say it out loud, but right now there's some people really takes a lot of, uh, how can I say, pleasure, take a lot of pleasure just to, to, to just put it out there like... I love to hate and I love to receive hate comments. And I guess that's probably what drives them or something, which is okay. But I feel like that's the main issue. I don't think it's the, you know, I don't think it's the best way to, to uh, approach your uh, existence, just like living into a hateful or just like hate everything and, and, and just being very proud at hating things and show it to the world. That's the main issue about internet that I find these days, you know, but it's a dangerous, dark, dark way of living your life that, yeah. Chris, Chris made a great point about, uh, about the internet showing people's true colors. Uh, that's, that's, it's, that's a very pinpoint kind of, uh, uh, but it's absolutely true. It's like, Oh my God, you know how, you know, I, 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 I mean, I knew there was some crazy people. I mean, I've been in, in death metal for <laughs> years and years and years. That's been the topic for, you know, every song practically that we've ever written. 
and in other projects as well and blah 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 and and now you just see like what are these people thinking you know what i mean i mean to be to be extreme is one thing and musically and it's interesting to, to talk about death and 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 hate and all that stuff it's also interesting to talk about love and that's i mean i think music has proven that to us over the years that's pretty much all that people talk about in pop music but to see the, 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 this 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 these people pulling off these things and and wanting uh, so much attention for you know for a little talent and stuff it's just it's like it's like just wow it's like you know what what you know instead of hitting the books or instead of hitting the the, the soccer ball or instead of hitting the, the guitar or stuff like that when you were a kid what, what the fuck happened to you you know what i mean you just hit you just hit your friends and record it there you go now you're a star you know yeah that's scary you know, shit it is scary it is scary and that's the reality we live in and then we wonder why <laughs> The world is going to shit. Powers, the powers to be need to need, want a cleansing. You know? <laughs> um, for myself, something that concerns me is that people are no longer bored or incapable of being bored. I think that's an issue. I think that a lot of amazing discoveries were made when people were bored. And I think that people that have, a, have an insatiable need of um, being entertained, I think that's dangerous. And attention or just entertained? uh both actually yeah yeah both because now now because social media gave people a voice but it also gave some some of them some uh glory or some some of them become famous on tiktok and all that stuff but they're like they're not even 20 years old and they have like millions of followers exactly. that create like a a new genre of person you know that's true <laughs> they, they become famous like doing nothing really it creates a new role model for younger people, which is very yeah. scary. Absolutely. Yeah, what do you yeah. want to be when you grow up? I want to be a TikTok sensation, which is what? And <laughs> for how long are you going to do that? You know, for how long are you going to be trendy for what? Six months? You got to cash out, and... cash out at the right time, people. Yeah. So what's next? <laughs> but I mean, but I mean, you know, if we're sure we did. To, to tell them what to do if that's what they want to do yeah, i mean exactly you know it's like if, if they made it then well you actually did something doing nothing congratulations but it's just also a scary thing to think that nowadays you need to be on tiktok and all these platforms in order to get attention from the new generation or whatever like it can be a good thing but it's also i don't know man I don't want to do the clown on TikTok and start dancing and making jokes, you know? It should be about the music. Hey, what's up, Vox and Hopsins? I just want to take a little moment about Cryptopsy's upcoming tours. That's right, I'm talking about the Scream of Perseverance tour and our headliner dates that coincide with that tour called As Summer Burns. The Scream of Perseverance tour is kicking off at the end of May and runs all the way until the end of June. We are supporting the mighty death to all. We are going all over the United States and we are hitting some of Canada. So excited to be honoring the legendary music of death alongside amazing musicians that performed on these albums. Even more stoked to be doing some headliner dates in some cities that I've actually never played in. If you are planning to come to any of these shows, 
You should definitely grab your tickets by going to voxandhops.com slash summer, and you will be able to grab all of your tickets there. That's voxandhops.com slash summer. Do it, people. Come hang out with me. Enjoy life, metal, and craft beer in your hometown. Come to a show. We're going to have a great time. Now, enough about all of that. Let's get back to the episode. The cover art of uh, Asgamora Burns was painted by Paolo Girardi, the Italian artist. Uh, talk to me about your perceptions of seeing it come together. I remember that when I came up with the name, uh, I also came up with, we were talking about like, what are we going to, it's about the internet. What, what, what is this going to be? And I remember those discussions that it couldn't be like anything to do with like the matrix or like, or anything that was too old <laughs> because we, we wanted to be relevant. And then we also discussed about going back and hypothetically going back to a classical painting style to honor the non era. And I started searching and I found these screenshots of these Renaissance paintings of Sodom and Gomorrah being destroyed. And I sent them you guys' way and you guys are like, okay, no, we understand this. And I can't remember if it was Ollie or Chris. You guys mentioned, uh, oh, the bat should be the one that's destroying the city. And I was like, that's it. Yeah, I think Chris mentioned that. And what a sick cover it is, right? The painting is like uh, probably one of my favorite cryptopsy like, artwork ever. It's so... I don't know. There's something special about it. Just the way the bat to look at you, it's so mean. <laughs> but, but, but yeah, but is it, is it, is it destroying the city or is it, um, he's like rising out of the city in, 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 oh. so is it destroying or is it, gonna... I'll leave that open to, to, and <laughs> that's what I love. Pa Paolo, Paolo took his his artistic liberties uh, how about you chris what, what what do you think about this cover art what were your first uh because I, I basically over four days it took him to paint it i would send you guys updates as he was sending them to me you really want to ask me i don't know man i'm blind dude i, I hear <laughs> stuff i don't i don't look at stuff but but honestly the, the thing that really mesmerized me is like most of the time like they send you sketches and most of the time like they're they are, uh, and I was like telling you, do you like where it's going? And not, not him. It was like, I'm painting. This is it. And uh, thank God it was sick. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. He nailed it. He nailed it in four days. Uh, flow for yourself. I mean, yeah. Like, I, like I said, it's a, for me. It's really up to interpretation. Um, um, and um, you know, bringing, bringing, bringing back the the classical bat, if we wish. This is just something I don't know. Where did the bat come from, and whose idea was that originally for oh, Whisper? Oh, oh my! We, we we want this out in public. <laughs> <laughs> it it came out of one of my Choose Your Own Adventures books. Really, just paperback book. I had a, I have a bunch of Choose Your Own Adventure. I liked it. I'd always die really soon though. But um, um, yeah, it was just on there, and 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 I just loved it. And then at one point. We had released it for Whisper and all that stuff because I, I I thought it was kind of clever because I don't think it's a demon. Um, my interpretation of it is not a demon. I've always more interpreted it as a as a gargoyle, something to scare away the the demons and the evil spirits. But um, and then at one point uh, I decided to 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 get us a tattoo, and my artist um, uh, David Cummings from Montreal, who's an old buddy of mine from school. To say, well, let's make it symmetrical or more symmetrical. Yeah. And, uh, that's what that's what happened to the uh, 
to the new bat. There's been so many versions of the bat, which is, is, is the, the, the whisper, the, the, your tattoo that ended up becoming on Once Was Not. There's the Philip Ivanovic reimagining of it for the crisp mm-hmm. topsy beer that Kanawaki Brewing makes. And mm-hmm. now there's Paolo's. Someone asked me today, is, is the bat basically turning into becoming Cryptopsy's Eddie? And I was like, there's no way there's a bat running around on stage like this there. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, but, but yes. I mean, you know, people see see that that symbol and they know what band what band it is. That's for sure. Mm, absolutely. The the videos. Let's let's talk about that. Uh, I have a whole episode coming out next week where we covered uh, little snippets from where I talked to you guys about that. Now, three four months later, the videos are finished. They're released. Talk to me about your um, what you feel about in abeyance and flayed the swine. Let's start with Chris. I told you I'm blind. So, so. <laughs> <laughs> No, uh, it's it's no. I, I love it. I mean, I anything that is visual, I I, I have to admit that I leave probably a hundred percent like liberty to anybody who has more saying than myself about this. But uh, I mean, so I don't. I, I mean, I probably would not be the one to judge about anything visual, unless it's really bad. But. Uh, I mean, everything was really good and maybe like a few little pinpointers that I saw that I just like said, you should probably change this and this and this. But uh, everything came up exactly the way we wanted. And what I like about those videos also is like it probably has the same kind of color as the cover too. So that makes a lot of sense. That totally works in. And Chris Cowles, who directed the videos, uh, I had sent him the album cover. So so he definitely chose those that palette color uh, to fit everything. It, it just fits this album, everything that we've created for it, everything that we've released for it so far falls within the same realm, the same sphere. How about you, Ollie? The experience of, uh, it was the first time we were together, which was a really nice moment. That, yeah. that first performance day uh, upstairs at Piranha Bar when we shot, I think it was for Flight of the Swine. The Spice Icon and Black Dahlia. Correct. Thing. It was a cool day. <laughs> um, but I feel the same as Chris. I'm not the best to judge like visuals and stuff, but working with Kels, I mean, I, I was not worried about anything. I knew I knew we were going to look good. The videos, both of them are so sick. And we barely had any like... Uh, uh, stay on the no, not stay, but uh, you know the final editing. It was pretty much he, he, he nailed it, like pretty much right away. So we didn't have to put out a list with like a this changed that. We yeah. had like just a few minor things, but so no, really easy, really smooth to work with Chris. It's always a pleasure. We did what four videos with him. Five? I this is the fourth four. video that we're we've done with four videos, and all of them are different, and they all look so sick. And he's really grown as a as a film director, I find, and a videographer. Especially uh, for uh, Flay the Swine with the acting and stuff. It's sick. <laughs> yeah, I had I had goosebumps the first time I watched it. So, good, good. How yeah, you? it was sick. How about you, Flo? Talk to me about your experience coming, uh, getting on the kit, and getting it out, and then seeing everything be put together afterwards. Um, amazing. Felt super at ease. Chris is a complete pro. Um, like you said, this is our fourth video with him. So this is our go-to guy, um, has been for, for a little bit and, uh, just came out you know, uh, you know, it, it was, um, it, it kind of felt effortless, you know, and, um, because we, we knew we were in, 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 in great hands 
but the songs are important to um to reflect and and uh, my, my problem with with videos a lot of the times is that there's so much visual going on that you you, you don't really um get a sense of what's going on musically and with chris it's it's, it's a different story it's um he, he he's a musician himself so he knows um how to you know capture the song and 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 not pull the uh the audience away too much from what it is because this this is what cryptopsy is it's it's all about the songwriting and and the song itself it's you know there, there's lots of stories that we can tell um but when it all comes down to it it's about it's about performance so for us trying to do a video with an actor i mean you know i had my my doubts about it but it's the first time that we've ever had a storyline in any cryptopsy yeah so it was um it was grand it's great it's amazing so he did a, he did a wonderful job hell yes uh, i echo what everyone's saying always a pleasure to work with chris he's i've known him for over 20 years uh, to watch someone grow up next to someone someone that i've made horrible life decisions with and now we're making good <laughs> life decisions together it makes me very happy uh let's do closing remarks uh, stuff something that you want people to know about as gamora burns uh, a closing statement from each of you we'll r wrap this up we're going to keep hanging out but not with people listening uh we'll start with you ollie what, what do you want people to take away from as gamora burns uh shit your pants i don't know <laughs> no, <laughs> to <be> a... <laughs> no to be honest just like take the time to listen to it like the, just sit down relax it, listen enjoy the album there are so many like details is there's so many things going on don't listen to it on your uh, iphone speaker no no just play it on a nice system crank it loud and have fun we made it for you to enjoy and you know bring you a good times <laughs> absolutely how about you chris it's funny because i wanted to say exactly what ali said so now i have to think what else can i say but uh <laughs> say <no>. the same <laughs> thing <laughs> shit your pants more okay shit your pants and slit your guts i don't know no uh actually the it's yeah actually it, it's in these day and age it's so rare that people just sit down even myself like i mean i don't even take time to sit down and and listen to a record i don't have the time or i don't take the time i don't know i don't know what changed or what changed in my focus but i remember back in the days i was taking the time to listen to full records and that was magical and i took the time to listen to this one for like you know millions of thousands of reasons because you know i was recording it and mixing it but honestly it was every time i listened to it it was quite a it was quite an experience and even like all the easter eggs that i know that we've put in every time they just pleased me and i was like oh my fucking god i forgot about this one. Oh, that was so good so yeah it just just sit down relax do mushrooms and have fun <laughs> yes <laughs> next level how about you flow closing remarks on asgamore i mean it's a, you know kind of exactly the same thing i mean i was going to say there's there's still you know um six six more songs that uh, nobody's heard yet so um yeah i uh, this is one of the only records that i've listened to a lot and not because it's it's ours it's because I, I i find there's something interesting every time i listen to it i've uh, heard a lot of music over the years and 
I don't know. This one's just uh, fun. And so, yeah, listen to it. Listen to it on a good system. Just like always said, listen to it on a good system or blast it in your car when you're driving by an old folks home and give them the finger. I don't know. Do, do whatever you want or a cop station, whatever you want. You know, have fun with the government. Yeah, go, go, go blast it by the government buildings and give them your finger because you're paying them to, to, to do you, not the other way around. Um, but count. Try counting. <laughs> Try counting this one because when you listen to this, it's 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 effortless. Uh, everything everything flows really well in and out of um, every riff, um, and that's great, right? Because it's it's probably all four four. That's why it flows so well, right? Or it's all triplets, right? Because it's a little bit you know. Groovier, jazzier, and flow. No, count it. Count it out. Count it out or try headbanging to it. Yeah. And the then traps um, get and, you. And, and then and then um send us your uh, your comments and and say how how shitty you think that this band has progressed and and what have you. <laughs> Just try doing that and and then figure it out. Figure it out for yourself and interpret it the way you want to interpret it. And leave a comment or not. At this point, we we um, care about obviously all the positivity in, and we care about all the constructive negativity because it helps us grow from album to album. So just yeah, just enjoy it. And I mean, if if you do, then come see us live. Um, come hang out with us, you know, and we'll try to. <laughs> to duplicate it live no we will, we're gonna I mean, we're gonna nail it we got this of course we're gonna nail it um you know we always have but uh yeah yeah those, those we have we have three years to catch up and uh we have three years to catch up with the with the fans that uh, will be enjoying this as well so it's been a while we can't we're looking forward to going back out absolutely excellently said uh on my side i echo what you all said uh take the time to listen to it a to z good sound system hypothetically crack a nice craft beer while you enjoy it uh albums dropping this friday september 8th get ready people it's coming um boys this was a pleasure i can't wait to hang out real soon we're gonna keep hanging out right now but not with the vox and hops heads listening massive cheers to you guys for taking some time to hang out with me thank you matt Hey, thank you all so, so much for listening right to the end. You know that I love and appreciate that. Man, this was an awesome conversation. This is something that I had in mind to do to celebrate the release uh, for a very long time. And I'm very, very excited that I finally sat down with my bandmates in a roundtable discussion for the podcast. I've actually never done that before, which is funny, over 400 episodes. And I've never just had all of my bandmates on the podcast at once. I have obviously had them all on separately, but having them all together is a different dynamic. It's super super fun to hang out with my boys and I cannot wait to hang out with them way more because we are heading out on tour. The Carnival of Death tour starts this Thursday, September 7th and runs all the way till October 6th. The Carnival of Death tour features Cryptopsy, of course, Abysmal Dawn, Hate, Visceral Disgorge, Reaping Asmodea and Warforge. Get your tickets now. Head on over to Cryptopsy.ca and you can grab some tickets via the links there.
Massively stoked that the Cryptopsy boys came and hung out with me. It was a blast. Now, if you enjoyed this Vox and Hops episode, you should sign up to the Vox and Hops Total Podcast mailing list. You can do that on my website, voxandhops.com. That's V-O-X-A-N-D-H-O-P-S.com. And when you do that, you shall receive one email a week that contains all of the details of everything that has happened recently in the world of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast. You'll get to see which episodes I dropped recently. You'll get to see which episodes I have coming up. You will also get to hear about any projects I have in the works before I announce them to the public. You will also get to hear about anything going on in the world of Cryptopsy, and there's a lot of stuff going on with Cryptopsy right now, so the mailing list will keep you up to date on that. You will also get to see which albums the Vox and Hops album review crew have reviewed recently, and you will get to see which albums Jerry Monk, Vox and Hops' metal architect, has added to the Brutal Awakenings playlist. If ever you're looking for new music to listen to, well... You should listen to the new Cryptopsy as Gamora Burns. Just kidding, but you should listen to it. Apart from that release, Jerry finds the best new releases and puts them all onto the Brutal Awakenings playlist for our listening pleasure. So check it out. It's available on both Apple Music and Spotify. There's always a lot of stuff going on in the world of the Vox and Hospital podcast, and I hate when you miss a single thing. So please do me a favor and sign up to the mailing list. The Vox and Hops Metal Podcast is brought to you by Sound, Talent, Media, and Evergreen Podcasts. I hope you have a killer rest of the week. I will be back next week with one episode on Tuesday with Chris Kells, the videographer who filmed, directed, and edited all of the brand new Cryptopsy videos. But until then, remember to enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. Cheers, Vox and Hops heads. This is the story of Whitney Houston. This is the story of Kurt Cobain. Of George Michael, of Otis Redding, of Amy Winehouse, of Michael Hutchins, Bob Marley. This is the story of Prince. It's a new podcast series. About how they died, why they died, and why we're still talking about them so long after. It's like nothing you've ever heard before. It's storytelling. But it's more than that, because rock stars... They tell us how we feel. They change our mood. They change the clothes we wear, the people we hang out with. The way we remember things. It's them who give us those ludicrous moments, the ones where you're... Jumping around, singing your heart out, feeling understood. And it's those moments we'll help you remember, the ones you're thinking about right now. That feeling. That feeling. It's coming soon from Crowd Network. Just search for Death of a Rockstar on your podcast app. And subscribe now.